Welcome to the podcast today. It is Tuesday, March 7th. Can Tuesday. I, can I make a prediction? Yeah. And I, I have um, empirical evidence to support it. What is it? Birds. I pay very close attention to this because I am I'm very sensitive to climate and weather and the environment. Go on. Spring will be here earlier than spring weather will be here earlier than it normally is. I fucking told you so. How many times do I have to say this? And you're like, no, 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 but, no. Second but, winter is around the corner. Well, I didn't say that. And what did you have to back it up? That I re- that I have plenty of birthdays where we grilled ribs and I rode my bike outside and my birthday's in three weeks. Okay, well, Two like weeks. I said, I have empirical data. The bir- mm. the birds that mm. shouldn't be chirping this time are of chirping. year are. And a couple weeks ago, um, the flowers mil- are sprouting. I haven't seen that yet. Um, but there is just a feel in the way the sun gleams. It's yeah. Like, I expected us to dip back down in temperatures, and we're staying pretty steady. Also, the Miller Ferry is, I believe, up and running because the lake isn't iced over. Did it ice over at all this year? I don't think so. Crazy. Like, I don't wild. Think so. So, but the birds thing was, the birds things definitely caught my ear. So, I, I'm not saying, like, expect 74 on in April, but maybe we won't have to wait until the middle of May to have consistently spring-like days. I'm here for it. I've also noticed like my mood tends to shift around the end of March and the like between the end of March and the middle of April. It tends to adjust. I feel a little bit like happier and I have more energy and I'm finding it a little earlier on. Like I'm tired, but I did my spring cleaning early. This I did it this weekend, which was in basically February. I've also noticed, I do the weather forecast every weekday, and a lot of the days where I have said it's going to be partly cloudy, it has wound up being like this, mm-hmm. partly sunny. And I guess there is some type of difference. Um, I feel good about spring arriving earlier than usual, which hopefully bodes well for opening day on March 31st, which when I saw that it was first announced, it could easily snow six inches on that day, which would just cancel opening day. So... I say all that to say that I opened my trusty WTOL first alert weather app and apparently there is an alert that says our forecast is trending cooler towards mid-March and we should have snow showers on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> no biggie. I, I saw that as well. Yeah. Uh, the, the, some of that stuff is looming. But And then it always boomerangs back to like 60 degree days. Like we've had, I think for the last three or four weeks, we've had one 60 degree day every like week uh i don't know if it's gotten that warm but it hasn't gotten the other direction that's true it hasn't dipped down to like 15 um can you help me with a berry issue i can try and i spoke with with paul about this and he agrees so it's an issue, and I, I, I know the best way to address it, but I would like your insight, and perhaps you have the same, uh, or a similar issue with your mom. It's now just about every time where I call my dad, he doesn't answer. And then mm-hmm. within 90 seconds, he calls me back. Mm-hmm. That's part one. Mm-hmm. The second part of it is he seems to forget that he has to talk into the bottom part of the phone. He either, he's either on his speakerphone or not holding the phone correctly. And I don't think it's him being 
the word is luddite, like someone against technology. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know what it is. It's, it's laziness. It, it's, it's annoying as hell. Help? I don't know if you can get, I think it's just something that you're going to have to deal with. Like, I don't think that there's any help that you're going to get for your dad unless you get, how old is his phone? Oh, I don't know. A couple of years. It's not a smartphone. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it could be an issue with the phone itself and he needs a better phone to be able to utilize it properly. But I think it's going to have to be you. Like, so my mom has the opposite challenge where she yells in the phone. Mm. Hello. Mm. That was my mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, why are you yelling? Oh, I didn't realize. Um, well, like I said, it's two pronged. I, I hate that. Like, but my I, mom's phone is a piece of shit too. So I know that not everybody has their phone on them all the time, but it's. And I call roughly around the same time every day. <laughs> In the so, morning. Yeah, like on my ride to work, or if I'm running an errand, sometime like mid to late morning. So cute. And I, it just, it's gotten to the point of being an irritant where I call, and it's almost like I'm paging him. Yeah, well, you also have, your patience isn't the greatest because you hate my phone too. Mm-hmm. So you have a thing with communication. You don't like poor commu- somebody that's a poor communicator Correct. at all. That's Correct. text messaging, returning phone calls, arranging plans, having poor cell service and being too lazy to change it, like all of the above. So you just, so this is yeah. a you problem in my opinion. Paul, it irks Paul too, so. Well, maybe it's genetic. Possibly. He's not, <laughs> he's not good with patience either. So, all right. Um, one quick local story, and then I will unleash you. Um, pretty solid update with the Metro Parks. Glass City Metro Park will be done this spring. Yes. The park itself. Really? And then, and then the River Walk will be done in about two oh, years. Oh, okay. So, what are they referring to the Glass City Metro Park and the River Walk? Because I feel like they <clears throat> run into each other. The The River Walk is the, is the big connector structure that will just snake through like middle grounds all the way to glass city they're going to connect the two like we're not going to go across the bridge uh i I, there are probably designs out there but Uh i can't um summon them in my head right now wow when i think of river walk i think of um you know what a boardwalk is right i do but uh, one that runs across and over and along the river that would be so, amazing. Yeah, I do know that Middle Grounds and Glass City will be connected that, yeah. in essence. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the park should be done in the springtime. And that, that is like the park proper. Mm-hmm. Like everything where you had your wedding, I believe all that should be completed. Um. So when we went to skate at the Ribbon, it was, I mean, I there were pla- I uh, ignored some of the cones and walked in areas I should not have because I was so curious. I mean, there's so much going on and being built and Michelle and I were kind of what's this what is this going to be wait what is this going to be this is really it's impressive I mean it's Mm -hmm. just it blows my mind and I'm really excited to use it and I don't know if I've ever thought about that a metro park in that way before like I am just so excited to use it I can't wait once the river walk is completed um I know that and wherever she is, I hope she's fine. Uh, good old Opal always wanted some type of amusement park here. <laughs> the, once this is completed, it will be a reasonable facsimile for the excitement, entertainment, and energy that it'll bring to that area. Are we? Are they still doing an amphitheater? I I don't know if there is one. I think it'll be over in the Glass City 
in the park area. I'm it's not like sure. International Park, maybe. Uh, I think further down the other the other direction where all the new stuff is, but oh. I'm not certain because I do remember hearing something about a several thousand seat amphitheater at some point. I would point. love that. I mean, that would be so nice. But I, I just am. I continue to be impressed. I mean, I shouldn't be because our metro parks have always proven themselves to be ahead of the game. Um, and we have really stellar metro parks all the way up into Oak Openings and Wildwood and all of the and what they're doing over here with Swan Creek. Um, but it's the downtown piece. There's something about being downtown. I am a nature person, but I'm a city person also. So being able to merge the two, I could not have been happier. I could use my kayaks. I, I quite literally cannot wait. Like it, may, it made me so excited to be down there. The cabanas. Somebody, I, I had coffee with somebody today, actually, kind of eerie, someone that Robin set me up with. And I said to this woman, you know, the last time Robin did this, I had to go to somebody's wedding. <laughs> um, Who was it? You don't know her. Promise. She's a noob. That's why Robin wanted me to see her. She got a blow-up kayak. Is that different from yours? Yes. Okay, because I told her, I was like, my friend got a kayak. She needed a license and they got pulled over before. <laughs> But you, she has a blow-off kayak, so that's, I guess, lesser. And I'm black. No offense. No offense. What are the black people doing out here in the dirty-ass river? <laughs> this is one of the other reasons that I wanted to bring this story up is the most bizarre comment is in the 13 ABC story. Hmm. Um, I'll start here from Scott Carpenter, who was like the spokesperson, um, to give it some context. If you think about Wildwood Metro Park and how busy it is, how busy it is with about one million plus visitors, we think this will top that, says Carpenter. A downtown resident who preferred to remain anonymous says she's excited about the development. I love that Toledo's downtown area, especially, is growing and changing, and it's all really positive. It's exciting. Why would you want to remain anonymous in this type of story? Because you're about to say something terrible? Is that all she said? Yeah! I don't know. What? Why would you... I, are you the, the an enemy of a... I mean, in the Metro Park, there's no rivals or anything like that. No, I don't know. It's very bizarre. You know, one of the things that I thought about, and I've, I... So I went to a presentation, uh, a Metro Park's presentation at the Rotary, and I had been the one to stand up and ask the question related to how you're going to go about, how you're going to blend your metro parks with the people that already live down here and use these properties and live in the city because not all of them are. Like, I will say one thing I noticed at the skating rink is it was very white, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, um, but, I mean, the location of that metro park, you can attract a whole diverse group of people, and that wasn't happening in that time. And I was just thinking about some of the people that live in some of these neighborhoods that maybe, like, think about the people that, maybe last year I saw somebody getting arrested at International Park. He probably frequents that park. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just want to make sure that we're going about this in a meaningful way for the community members that already utilize these areas. Maybe there's homeless people or there's people that might have had a drink or two that roam around. I'm talking about the Glass City area across to Middle Grounds because I know they're connecting Middle Grounds all the way up to where the Renaissance is and then across to mm -hmm. Glass City. There's all sorts of people that hang about these areas and I don't want them to be more susceptible to arrests because there's more family-friendly stuff coming down here. That, you know what I mean? The person that was arrested might have might have been a drug thing. They were fighting, I, I, I think. I, okay. So, <laughs> In that case, but... So what you... I don't want to shoo them away. I, 
I'm going to go in a different direction with your question. Regardless of the color of who those people are, they can't be there in a way. I mean, socioeconomic diversity, not necessarily okay, there's racial a, diversity. There's a di- If we're talking about people who are there causing trouble and people who are unhoused and people who are doing drugs and whatever else there, like that can't be there. That really can't be anywhere. What I thought you were talking about is the people who are simply across the river in in North Toledo, like on the Grange, just off a of summit. Like those people, I don't know if those people go across the bridge anyway, but those people should feel welcome just like anybody else should at the park. But there's a fair amount of homeless people that roam. You know what I mean? Like there's a fair amount of people, homeless people and how housed and unhoused people that roam the streets. And I think in this case, I could easily see somebody like walking the the Glass City Park um, that maybe has dirty clothes on and is like walking alone and maybe talking to themselves. And there's like a mom and her kids, you know, a few feet up the way. And that mom then starts to feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? But this has been their stomping ground for years. And so how are we going to meaningfully go about like creating a space that everybody is going to use, even that person that maybe is just walking this area because they don't have, they have to wait until they could go to the Cherry Street Mission at five. You oh, know what I mean? I do. In the same way that when there isn't any development, especially in an open area, and you know, like they, it makes rats scamper and mice. Like a lot of times, if there's an, a big open field and they develop it, Oh, I know what you're talking about. All the about. animals kind of like scurry and they wind up going in people's homes. Snakes came to my apartment. Some of that might be happening, or some of that might have happened over the last couple of years where these people have saw this development and they've scurried and found other places. Right, but we also have an issue with homelessness in our community. So, like, how do we go about... Truly, how do we go about doing that? Because we don't have an increase in housing inventory. We have physical encampments in the middle of downtown Toledo now. So there are populations of people that, like, I don't want to see them... It's, it's almost like you don't want them to be disrupted and, and you don't want, you know what I mean? And I don't want to say, well, they deserve to be disrupted because they're unhoused and they're doing this and they're doing that. And it's like, well, no, not really. Well, they can be disrupted if they're dumped off to into a, into a better place. It's more optimal for them. Hopefully. It, it, that, this is the case anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like if you are loitering, oh, we have some police activity behind us. Can you turn the lights on? This goes good for our conversation. Oh, they're moving quick, too. Yeah. Damn. What's Okay, let's give a play-by-play. Ooh, one's got a hand on the gun. Really? Yeah, look in the back. I, bet you, I bet you it's DV. Open the, open the window. I'm not strong enough to open this window. We can't hear anything. It looks like they went inside. And there's the, no, no sirens. Oh, yeah, now they're going inside. Oh, it might be a fire. Here come the sirens. There was a, 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 a high-speed chase in this little back driveway that separates us from UTMC a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and we saw it on the news the next day, but Jerry and Mookie were watching it like like it Ooh. was uh, Jerry and Mookie. They were watching it out the K100 studio. Mookie? Yeah. What a cute name. Here comes the uh, cavalry. Fire department, I bet. Um, And this person is just... Quietly getting out of their vehicle, like nothing's nothing's wrong. I think it's a fire. Look at this. Uh, look at over here. Stand up and come over here. Maybe Allison will show up. See that? It's coming out of the pipes, though, so it's not... Oh, yeah, that's not good. No. There's a fire department, and everybody's coming out of their home. Look, everybody's coming out. Yeah, it's a fire. 
Toledo's finest to the rescue. Oh yeah, and they're in gear too. It's a fire. Let me sit in this seat. Is this mic on? No, but I can turn it on. Okay. Um, to to go back and finish this up because there's a couple other things I think you'll be happy to get to. Sure. I so completely nosy. get what you're saying. I I think it's also uh. It's applicable anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I just, it's been something that I haven't been able to let go of. And I don't know, like, I'm not saying that the Metro Parks are going to be this bad guy. You know what I mean? They're doing so much for the city. I love the Metro Parks. But the downtown population is a specific population of people. And I, I just, as we build up these Metro Parks and we attract more people to our downtown area, what is going to happen to the people that already inhabit these areas that have for years relatively without issue because there's nobody there, you know what I mean, that's going to be like, they're making me uncomfortable. You're looking at my child funny. You're a predator. Oh, there's a cop. One of the police officers got a little kid out. A little baby. Very adorable. Oh, they're like running. Oh, it's bad, Eric. Um, I would guess the people on the building connected to it should also be asked to Evacuate over there, uh, like right right across from you, yeah, like where the other truck just pulled up. Oh, oh yeah. Like, I mean, it's get out. Like there's probably alarms going off in both of the buildings. That's why I said that woman so casually got out of her vehicle. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to do with those people, but I am fairly certain they're going to be asked to depart. This yeah. Area. Like the Red Cross is probably going to step in if they're uh not here. I mean, oh, I'm sure. Like the the I mean Metro Park. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, if there are people who loiter and sleep. At Southland, or whatever that this mall is behind us, um, if and when it were to grow, they would be asked to leave, and they'd have to go other places, and then you wind up in a neighborhood. And this is why it sucks that we don't have enough. Forget about like housing; these people likely can't afford at all. Yeah. But but shelter because they're overwhelmed. It's just this domino effect of issues. I would just love to see, and this, honest to God, has nothing to do with what we were talking about off air last week because you know I was upset. I would love to see the Metro Parks have a meaningful social response to or a meaningful involved meaningfully with homelessness or or homelessness awareness or education or PSAs or something like now that there's more individuals coming to this area, you know, and this area struggles with individuals that are unhoused. Like, how do we educate our community members on what they may be seeing, what they may be experiencing, who you can call, you know, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How to step in. Um, I just would love to see something like that. And I promise it has nothing to do with what we talked about last week. This thing is moving. It sounds ridiculous, um, but it would be almost like, and I, I don't want to equate it like this, but it's unfortunately the best, though, sloppy example I can give. Like You can go to the zoo, mm-hmm. like, don't torment the animals. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do this. Leave them be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if, and they would make mm-hmm. the language thoughtful in a way. If there's something of concern, consider who you're calling before you make that call, so on Thank and so you. forth. And, and I, that, literally, that's it. That, that at least right now, like that, that is what would make my heart feel a little more comfortable with everything that's happening because I'm seeing all of this build up in Toledo, but I'm not seeing a lot of um, investment being, I'm not seeing a ton of investment or, or communication even, maybe not even investment, but just communication and time and discussing what has already been there and how to go about doing it in a meaningful way. 
That's but again, all. not their place. Yeah. They need to be in other place. And this would be applicable anywhere. And, right. And I'm not saying like move them somewhere else where nobody is. Like do what we always talk about. Give these people some hope. Put them to work. Yeah. Let them work. Li- yes. Literally. Yes. Especially for some of those people that get booted out of the shelters first thing in the morning and have no place to go until they can go back at four or five o'clock at night. Start start picking up after these snotty white people that come from Sylvania. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have a program. Let them sell their Toledo Streets newspapers out there. That that kind of stuff. Do you... I'll give you my very... Wow, sim- they're bringing up a ladder. Oh, I hope this building does. You know what Jerry's thinking right now? Uh, I wish our building burned down. <laughs> Do they know what's going on? I bet they I'm don't. guessing so. I mean, this is pretty busy out here. They're literally pulling a ladder up to, the, to a window... Wow. A lot of people out there. Yeah. Uh, no one is really rushing, so hopefully it's all under control. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't watch it. I just read some of the quotes. At this point, I've gotten to the point now where I don't care about the act that happened. You're going that back to that microphone? Yeah, because this mic is just like... It, I know. It's the best mic and it. It doesn't... It maybe just I needed to put the seat down. I should have Possibly, just done that. yes. Um, I'm at the point where I put a lot of the blame on Will Smith and his <laughs> his his ability to manage through his family's infidelities. Mm-hmm. Like it has nothing to do with what uh, with what he did to Chris Rock and that that he slapped him like that. Like I knew he'd get over that and blah blah blah. I know why he went nuts, but. Chris Rock, I think, said it the other night. He's like, you were letting your wife step out with your son's friend or whatever it was. Like, listen to how bad that sounds. I don't know if letting. I mean, we really don't know. Like, I don't know if letting his wife do anything more than, like, having to stomach what she did. How about this? Letting it make its way out to the public. Yes. Correct. But wasn't it the, what isn't it, the boy that did that? The boy, his name, it, he he's like 30. J- Jaden? No, uh, Jaden's friend. August Alcina. But August is like 30, isn't he? He's yeah. our age. Yeah, but he was a friend of the family. Yes. So, like, that old thing, like, talk about, like... <laughs> I'm listening. Snotty Sylvania people. Like, that's, what was the show that was on Sunday nights that everybody loved before Cable went away? The Wives? Not Real Housewives. Oh, Desperate Housewives. It's that. Mm -hmm. It's that. Mm -hmm. So I don't even care that he hit him. And that's why I have to go with Chris Rock. Like, none of this happens if you keep this in-house. So Chris Rock was clear. First of all, I don't know if it's I haven't seen. I don't, I can't recall any Chris Rock stand-up I have seen. I haven't seen. If if I've seen one, it's been quite some time. You got one job to keep your girl off the pole. My God, was it like offensive Across the board. I mean, I thought it was hilarious. So, like, I'm not saying offensive as if I was upset. But I was like, whoa. I mean, the shit he said about uh, um, Robert Kardashian, like, even the stuff he was saying about a dead man, a literal dead man. And he's like, Robert Kardashian, you're... (laughs) He said Robert Kardashian's punishment for the rest of his life for getting a murderer off was that his daughters were only going to date black men. And he used a different word. He used a different word. He was like, crackheaded black man, you got it. Cheating black man, you got it. Bipolar black man, you got it. And I was just like, oh my God. I mean, I I don't know the comedy scene like many people do, but in a lot of ways, what Dave Chappelle 
was and has transformed into was a product of what Chris Rock was. Chris right. Rock was at yes. his, at his peak. If he it was very Dave Chappelle esque. Like it it really it aligned a lot with Dave Chappelle and I know Chris Rock came first. He did. So I, I was just shocked. The comments about Caitlyn Jenner, like all I, I was shocked, but it was it was all very funny. So it was it it definitely got laughs, but he got a lot of like, oh. And then when he went into the Will Smith stuff, which I knew he was gonna save until the very end, you could almost tell how angry he was still in that moment to say, I mean, he was cracking a lot of jokes, but then at some point I almost feel like he slipped up because he was talking about Jada and he was like, And this bitch and the way the the emphasis he put on the word on bitch, it was like the whole audience was like dang like the whole audience gasped when he said that and it was almost like he let that slip like he was like talking to his boys and not talking to an audience yes and it had like i felt that vibe the whole way through ask thomas i was literally sitting there with my hand over my mouth like oh my god there is some wild rumor and i was when i just turned over to the computer i wanted to see if there's any validity to it there are Tom Brady coming out of retirement rumors. No. Uh, shut up. Didn't he just retire? Yes. And I, I isn't I, he like 50? 45. Mm-hmm. And I I did not believe it. Because look, every time you have a you know this, every time there's a quarterback like this, they dip in and out. The, it's Brett Favre all, all over again. Um Tom Brady. We it seemed like it was going towards divorce, but we don't know what the hell was going on. Another great one, um, Derek Jeter. Uh, another one. Justin Timberlake, outside of him shooting that movie and holding hands, like these people who have probably done some fairly scandalous things that would have been big stories have for recovered. weeks. Not recovered. You haven't heard them. That's true. And Will Smith couldn't keep this in house. <laughs> that was his mistake. His mistake was not the slap. I don't it, think he could. I think it's August was the one that like blew it up. Does, I don't think he could. D- you're Will Smith. You're one of the most powerful, richest people on on earth. Make him sign an NDA. Yep. Pay him off. Yep. Yeah. I I just I felt bad for Will. I still feel bad for Will because Will had to do, and I feel bad for Chris too. Like I mean, I I hated that we remember this time last year. Like I was incredibly like upset all around. Like I was upset when that happened, and a couple days later, because I just I knew what a mistake Will had just made and how much mental turmoil it was going to cause him to recover from the embarrassment. And he's like, and now you have to kind of relive it again because Chris has a right to talk about it and he chose to talk about it now. And he literally chose to punch you back, but in a, in a way worse way. (laughs) It was just, and it's because Chris is more strategic in understanding because Mm -hmm. he has been through this Mm -hmm. type of conflict his entire life because it's what he does he pisses people off will smith was not used to this and he didn't know how to react no um but you said it was funny i thought it was hilarious um i was just shocked by it It was it was like a shocking stand-up in my opinion did you watch snl with kelsey's of course i did how was it uh, it was great. I he he did exactly what I thought he was. I mean, he's a funny dude, so it didn't shock me. I mean, it wasn't like Pedro Pascal was funnier, but like it was great for what it was. I thought he did a fantastic job. I didn't get the vi- nervous vibes from him either. We have uh, and 
they did announce him several weeks out. So the, that probably gave, and then they do that oftentimes, but probably they have him bigger some, people. Uh, sometimes, mm-hmm. but it gave him plenty of time to prep. I, I think. Yeah. Um, speaking of Pedro, there was a neat tweet back and forth with he and Bella Ramsey. They had like pet names for each other. Um, we have one episode left and then I'm going to have to shut my HBO off. Did you like this last episode? I loved this last episode. I just, I, I'm always blown away at how they're sharing a story and there wasn't one fungus infected walker in this like right. series. In this in this episode itself and it was really just Bella she, she, I was worried about her being able to carry it without Pedro, and she did. I mean, obviously, she had some really like questionable characters with her, but she did a really great job. Uh, Justin tweeted something similar, and I never doubted her, not even from this show itself, which is it, it really is like if you strip everything away from it, what it is video games, blah blah blah, pop mm. culture. It, it, and I haven't watched Succession, but it really is up there with the best of HBO shows in the mm-hmm. last couple of decades. It's that well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pretty sure she could carry anything when that little girl stood up in Game of Thrones and gave everybody the business. You refused the call. <laughs> Lord Umba. Yeah. You refused the call. Uh, and I know that it was really emotional yeah. and moving at the end when... Uh, he approached her uh, and he called her baby girl. Yes. I was still like... All of us that miss our daddies were just like... Ooh. I was like, that's one of the best murders I've ever seen on TV. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Because it was so visceral and she wouldn't stop. I loved how <clears throat> violent they made her. Like, I, I did watch the after show and they said that she had she could only get through it with violence. And I... I I did love the parallels of he's like, you have violence in your heart. And it's like, why wouldn't she? She was born into this world. Yeah. She was born into this chaotic space. Um, Yeah. Thomas couldn't. He was having a hard time picking up. I'm like, it's a cult. It's a cult. Look at his plate compared to everybody else's. I didn't know they were eating people. Oh, yeah. For sure. I knew. When did you recognize that? Um... When they were talking about how they were running low on meat mm. and when, because it was, I got cult vibes right away. Like everybody else seemed like they didn't, none of them seemed well, like at all. And then because they all seemed like they were being held hostage and this one person, especially when he smacked that girl out of the chair. Right. My God. I was like, this is, this is, this is, this is just a really great show. The body's dangling. That was disgusting. Um, the, I, the, the guy that took the cleaver to the neck. Mm-hmm. I'm mostly certain that's the actor that plays Joel in the game. Yeah, and I think his name's Troy Baker, if I'm not mistaken. He played David, or no? David was the guy was the bad guy. Yeah, and I think that guy has a ton of voice roles in video games. Hmm. Um, and then for a while watching the show, it looks like no, everything's I okay. I can't get out. Oh. No. You can. The, I think they're about to come out the ladder on the top floor. Um. Any anything else that you wanted to cover? Um. I don't think so. Uh. I, don't know. I, I had nothing. It's been it's been kind of quiet. Not that there's anything. Are you surprised that I'm not more jubilant about having a new vehicle? No. Okay. You're pretty even tempered about that. It's just procedural. I'm surprised that it did, it wasn't more of a thing for you to find a vehicle because you're very like detail oriented. 
Uh, Paul and I have been over this a lot. That's why I started like six months out. Yeah. He, uh, he, I wasn't interested in the, in, I got a Murano. The Rogue, I, I wasn't really interested in because it's kind of slow. Um, but, uh, I like driving the Murano. It's, it's, it's like driving a truck. I might try to lease my next car. The thing, that, the thing that was the sell here was their eight, Nissan will do an 18-month lease. So um, I am trying really hard not to lose hope that I won't find that I'll find a house. The market is really cooled. It it's just there's an overabundance of buyers and not a ton of inventory, and we're getting to. So I've seen I have been my realtor Jordan and I were talking, and he said that there was a house that had 52 showings and 11 offers. And it was a, like a standard house, like I was looking, like some of the kind that I'm looking at. And um, I am just a little nervous and scared. And so the homes that have been on the market now for weeks, I'm like, do I need to go back to those and like look at those? It's I worth it. I don't know what to do, really. And it, it's making me a little nervous. Renting, unfortunately. I just, I'm in a life stage where I don't know if I can do that or I'm going to have to leave and rent somewhere else. Could. You know, or you find that. a home to rent. You could do that. Um, but Put all options have to be on the table. There, But they charge like $1,300 a month, no utilities, probably no pets allowed. So it's it's hard not to feel negative about sure. it. I get it. It's Yeah, it's rough. I wish I had better options other than just keep exploring everything. Somebody go help back, me. Go back to those ones that you looked at. And I think at the same time, there's been a number of people that have sent me things. I have to respond to Katie because I haven't looked at what she sent me. But there's been a number of people that have sent me things and like my brothers and, well, what about this? And what about this? And I'm like, mm, you know, that's very close to a neighborhood that has like police chases and shootings like I'd rather not or you know this they'll send me another one well that only has one bathroom and that's a real big like factor for Thomas and I right now and I think what I I there's a lot of people in my life that are supporting me but I if I could give them any advice it would be keep the same energy you have for me for yourself like some people are moving out of neighborhoods and they're like oh what about this one and it's like well Explain you're why you're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what? so the same energy you have for yourself, have that same energy for me. Like, keep those same thoughts for me. You know, I don't know. I think that it's been a little bit of a frustrating process. That's sure. why my wedding was so easy, because I had this coming around the corner and I didn't even know it. Right. Well, it's it's good that you didn't have twice the stress with house and wedding. And thankfully, the wedding was pretty much... One size fits. It made it work. Yeah. I, know, I know it wasn't easy, but it wasn't as hard as it could have been. No. Like no. the hardest part, arguably, was getting all those people out of your room afterwards. <laughs> Paying for it. <laughs> all right, we're done. You can watch the scene. Yeah, now you're stuck with me for a little while because they've blocked me in. People's lives are at stake. And I have to go watch the boys tonight. What, are the, what do they have? My brother asked to go to somebody's funeral, serve like wake or something. Oh, I thought you meant like they had a game. No, no, I have to go babysit. Why did they, did, did you, why were they wearing face masks? And what? At the, the ribbon. They were going to smash their faces into the ground. The, it's their hockey equipment. They they had gloves on too. It's there. It wasn't there. No, it, it because they had hockey skates. Like they're hockey players. They're Got serious it. about their stuff. Okay. So. So it wasn't like 
being extra cautious. They no, were just getting, it was they wanted to it. have all the gear. They like, had the big ass gloves on and everything. You have a giant penguin to hold on to. You're not going down. No, they wanted to wear all the gear. Okay. We're done. Bye-bye.